Hi, everybody. Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Main Radio. I hope you're doing well, and I wish to extend an olive branch to our good friends on the left, who are probably feeling a little disoriented, not sure what to do after being massively cage-match pummeled into the ground, into near-infinite Sahara-style dust and pollen by the, um, I guess, slightly awake and slightly punching back right over the last 18 months. I think they need, you guys need a little bit of help to focus your energies to get back into the saddle and start winning again. So um, I've got a couple of thoughts for you, and I'm going to share them with you. This is all free of charge. And as somebody who's been doing an enormous amount of winning uh, over the past few years, you really, really want to take some notes. So here we go. First of all, academia. Look, I know that academia used to be where really, really smart people went to get even smarter. You took people with giant brains and you sharpened them. You know, like how you get a big, giant, Cullinan-style diamond, and then you put it in some sort of vice and you shave it so it becomes brilliant and disco ball and shuns lights all throughout the stratosphere of human thought. Well, enough of that. What you need to do is you need to just scoop up as many people as humanly possible. I don't care where you find them. You can find them in the gutter. You can find them sleeping on the bus. You can find them passed out in a haze of marijuana smoke on your friend's couch. I don't care. Scoop them up. Sign them up. Get them into college. It doesn't matter if you're trying to make diamonds out of, I don't know, granite or or, or jello or postmodern relativistic goo recipes. It doesn't matter to me. What matters is you get them into academia. Prop them up. It doesn't matter. You can just... You know, prop them up like 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 zombies pretending to populate a Hillary Clinton rally. Just prop them up and talk at them. Don't stimulate them in learning how to think because they're really not 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 so good with the smart stuff. But what you can do is find the resentments that all less intelligent people have when they look at the interstellar bathyscape of human achievement and feel somewhat excluded for no reason that anyone can explain to them because apparently bell curves are really really tough to explain to everyone as you can see from the youtube comments below not all people are like that prop them up and find their resentments and magnify their resentments Ooh, do you know why those people are rich because they stole from you that's why Ooh, do you know why those people are successful because they exploited everyone around you except you maybe even including you don't worry that's not us signing you up for massive uh, debt in the form of student loans. It's other people out there. You know, those evil capitalists. So find that whatever's bothering them. Ladies, do you feel like your gender has not achieved as much? No problem. All you have to do is blame men. Blame men. That's fantastic. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. It's got nothing to do with any decisions you're making. It's got nothing to do with the fact that nature, mother nature, I think, to not be sexist in her particular kind of way has burdened you with the production and breastfeeding of children. Not men's fault, but why not blame them anyway? Because that's going to be deeply satisfying. So find people who aren't succeeding very well, uh, and then tell them that the reason they're not succeeding, usually white males, you know, if you if in doubt, just, you know, scoop up a big bag of white males, spray it over everyone and watch them go, <laughs> you know, like watching a dog snap at the air when you spray a hose in their direction. So get people who are not too successful, pull them into your classes, sign them up for massive amounts of loans that aren't going to make them a smidge smarter, And then what you do is fill them up with resentments because then you get this wonderful, wonderful combination of people who not only aren't that smart and are now hugely in debt, but also are now full of resentment of the very system they need to enter in order to earn the money to pay off that debt. It's beautiful. It's called exploiting the poor and you can pretend that capitalists do it and not you. Now, the other thing, if you're in academia and you've got any kind of power at all, please, please continue to focus on the least relevant possible topics that you can find. 
just go off into absolute nowhere land. The exploitation of crickets by grasshoppers. It doesn't matter to me. Just find something completely irrelevant. Find the most privileged group in the world. I don't know, white Western female ladies or female ladies as a whole in the West. The most privileged group in the world and continue to call them exploited and stoke their petty resentments. And that way, at some point, this is the beautiful thing, at some point, the taxpayers who are actually funding all of this are going to look at you and just wonder why the hell you're there, what the hell you're doing, and most importantly, why the hell the taxpayer is paying for all of this nonsense. Now, when it comes to irrelevancies, I would continue to ask you, if not beg you on bended knee, were that not some sort of patriarchal misogyny, I'm sure, keep focusing on gender. Listen, we've got a big problem here. There are 54 categories of gender in some uh, surveys that are put out in universities. Now, 54, it's not nearly enough. Look, everyone has different levels of estrogen and testosterone. It is down to each particular individual. So forget the 54 categories. That limits your spectrum far too much. There are as many categories of gender as there are individual human beings. So splinter it and just make as many categories, billions and billions of categories. Plus, these levels of estrogen, testosterone, and other things, they change from day to day. They change based on life circumstances. So you have to have it not just billions of categories, but billions of categories times every particular day. Now, that is really, really important because that way you can really help the taxpayer to understand the kind of value that you're bringing to solving social problems that are looming over Western civilization and threatening to completely sit on it and crush it like an elephant on an ant. So focus on the irrelevancies and that way everyone can really understand just how valuable you are. Now, diversity. Now, diversity seems to have gotten a bit of a bad rap uh, lately. Um, I don't know, it could be the smell of cordite, could be the massive numbers of trucks trucks ramming through people, could be a wide variety of things, but The important thing is keep focusing on diversity. Never back down. This is your deity. This is your fundamental moral absolute that cannot ever be changed or questioned. No amount of evidence at all can ever lean up against this um, trembling sapling of diversity and push it over. So do one thing, two things. Number one, keep focusing on diversity. Number two, while you're focusing on diversity, remain resolutely bigoted against everyone who is even remotely to the right of Chairman Mao, or for childless aging blue-haired feminists, would how they would call their cats, Chairman Meow. So everyone who is even remotely right of Chairman Mao or, or Joseph Stalin or Hillary Clinton, they are far-right extremist Nazis. You see, because they're the tiny little sliver on the very left hand of the intellectual spectrum. Everyone else is a Nazi. Now, that's how you really focus on diversity. Everyone who thinks exactly like me is perfectly, wonderfully, morally good. And everyone who deviates from me and my friends is perfectly, wonderfully, morally evil. And that's how you really focus on diversity. Make sure you never hire any conservatives into your department. Make sure you never invite any conservative speakers into your uh, university. And if the occasional Conservative speaker does manage to somehow tunnel his way through. Make sure you set off uh, klaxons, uh, alarms. Make sure you pull fire alarms. Make sure you get air horns. Make sure you shut it down in every fat elbow shaking way you possibly can just to show your commitment to diversity. And that way, it would become enormously clear exactly the kind of value that you're providing to society. And, of course, 
keep hating on the free market, that goes without saying, because it's the free market that generates the income, which generates the taxes to pay your bills. So be sure you keep biting the hand that feeds you until it is a bloody stump of decay. So also remember and remember and remember, this is particularly true in the social scientists, Christians are your eternal enemies. Keep trolling Christians. Now pretend it has something to do with some abstract uh, social justice warrior virtue. So Say that you are wanting to protect gay rights. Of course, you don't really care about gay rights. Otherwise, you'd be chatting a little bit more about, say, I don't know, Saudi Arabia than some little Christian bakery. But make sure you keep talking about anything that might potentially upset Christians. Pretend it has something to do with some abstract moral principle, but we all know that it doesn't. So just keep making fun of any demographic group where Christians and conservatives might even conceivably aggregate. So keep making fun of Southerners. Uh, Keep making fun of, of course, white males, traditional, i.e. healthy families, and anyone who votes vaguely to the right. Just keep making fun of them, keep attacking them, and keep uh, scorning them, while at the same time embracing all of that values you claim to hate in some other demographic, which I'm sure... (laughs) We all understand. These are just a few of my tips to academia. There is, of course, Hollywood. Boy, what a cornerstone of utility for the left. So for Hollywood, look, I I feel you've neglected this particular need of late. Keep pushing the lazy, cool stoner narrative. You know, the guy doesn't really seem to have a job. He's really good looking, probably a little bit stubbly, but not Paul Joseph Watson. And just make sure that it's really, really cool to not have a plan, to not have a career, to smoke a lot of dope, do a lot of drugs. Just keep pushing that out there and make sure that this person never, ever really contemplates having children. It's also wonderful if you have cool, single, attractive people having the time of their lives, having lots of casual sex, surprisingly and shockingly, with no STDs and no unwanted pregnancies and no being thrown in baby jail for 20 years because some woman got pregnant on your watch. Or was it? You really can't ask without uh, her permission in a lot of places these days. But make sure consequence-free sex so that you can provide this narrative that there's all this sexual smorgasbord, this massive buffet with no consequences out there, because that's going to prevent people from doing little things like getting married to stable people and having children in two-parent households, which is the healthiest place for children to grow up in. Because you see, if people get married and have children, then your governments are going to have to divert resources from buying votes to actually providing services to children. That actually might give your society a future. And uh, of course, if there aren't any kids around, you can pretend that it's somehow economically completely and totally wonderful to bring just about everyone and their brother and dog from the third world into the first world so that they can get all of those wonderful high-tech, high-talent jobs, pay all the taxes. I can't even continue with that. (laughs) It's It's too ridiculous. So, yeah, make sure that uh, the cool, attractive young people having all the consequence-free sex and uh, uh, having all, all the fun in the world that maybe you can put into your narrative, into your movie, one couple that have children and make sure you portray that couple as as miserable as humanly possible, as their children as bratty as humanly possible, as the parents as tired and broke and stressed and exhausted. Just make it so cool to be without children and make it so horrible to have children, and that way you get all the voters you want from overseas. So keep up with that. Oh, another thing too. Keep appealing to female vanity. That is most, most important. You see, if you ply on women's vanity, then they don't become alarmed at shifting 
standards within society, perhaps even somewhat related to third world immigrants. Who knows? But uh, make sure you keep keep women drugged in the satisfaction of female vanity. Make sure that you portray women as being effortlessly excellent at absolutely everything they do with no training whatsoever. Because you see, asking women to actually study and, and learn and train before becoming good at something is sexist. So women uh, could be the canaries in the coal mine to shifting cultural narratives, but make sure you keep them drugged with vanity in order to have them not freak out and wonder what the hell is happening to their society. Now, alongside of this, of course, please, 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 I beg of you, keep making fun of men. And by men, of course, I mean, I mean white men. So keep showing women putting up with men. Oh, I have two children, but, but really I have, I have three children. How, how, how? So show women as fairly effortlessly enjoying their careers uh, and, and doing all these wonderful things and being incredibly fit and attractive and good looking. Make sure they have kind of schlobby husbands that they have to put up with uh, who keep losing things, who keep making mistakes and who keep getting them into trouble. So that's really, really important. Also, also, Make sure you get your aging stable of starlets uh, who are, you know, getting wrinkles and crow's feet and just grind them through as much facial restoration, makeover, CGI magic as you possibly can. I don't care if you've got a black and deck of sand away, that kind of stuff, or you've got to Botox them to the point where they have one expression of bewildered and usually constipated surprise for absolutely every conceivable emotion they're supposed to be portraying. Make sure that you cover up aging for women because that way, that way, you can hide the inevitable sexual market value decline for women. Because what your whole point is to have these women not have children in the here and now, because again, that diverts money the government could be using to import people who are going to vote for more taxes and more leftists. So make sure you have them push off having children. The way you do that, of course, is uh, you make older women as attractive as humanly possible. And that way you can say, oh, have babies later. It'll be fine. You'll get your groove on. You'll be waiting to exhale. And, and, and you know, there won't just be a bunch of uh, sad beta young cuck guys trying to hook up with uh, some sort of cougar uh, and emerge with their skin intact and unmauled as a whole. Don't worry. Don't Don't ever show the quality men disappearing in a woman's life as she ages. Don't ever show a woman in her 30s having to kind of meet in restaurants with with dimmed lights and go to bars without a lot of bright lights and not laugh too hard because then her wrinkles are going to show and uh, make sure you never show women in their 30s having to pick from an a real rabble mess, leftover zombie horde of broken men. You know, the men who could never settle down, the men who've been divorced, the men who've got no money, the men who've got no job, the men who've got no um, future. Uh, just make sure that you hide all of that from women. That is absolutely essential. And that way you can have films like Bridget Jones, you know, Bridget Jones, who's, you know, kind of a chubby, overweight uh, lass, uh, who, who's going to have all of these fantastic guys uh, with wonderful heads of hair and chiseled features, and all of them are going to be desperate to date her and have her children. Give that to women. So by the time they get into the 30s and they look around and say, well, I'm not really getting the kind of male attention that I used to get. I, and the men around aren't really good at all. So how on earth am I going to have children? Oh, snap. Sorry. Four billion years of building blocks of evolution, all the DNA that has gathered together over the billions of years to produce the wonderful you. Sorry, that ends right here. Because you listened to Hollywood. <laughs> you thought that you'd be Sharon Stone. 
and you're not. And it doesn't matter, of course, how good you look on the outside. Your eggs are aging internally, no matter what you do. There's no Botox for eggs. And unless you want to give birth to a raptor or two, try having some kids in your 20s. Also, Hollywood, you know it'd be fantastic? Please, 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 please. More comic book movies. They help me enormously. So bore the living hell out of people. Strip them of any values that might be culturally specific. Because that way, uh, people get so drained of meaning, they get so drained of being interested in their art, they get so drained of anything to be proud of or any realistic history, make everything as unreal as humanly possible. And that way, more people will come to me. Because turn art into a desert, and people will desperately scrabble their way through the sand to find the oasis called me. So excellent for that. And um, don't come up with anything new. Don't come up with anything untested. Don't come up with anything startling. See, try and get as wide an international market as humanly possible because that way Westerners get starved of any kind of cultural pride, uh, any kind of happiness in the achievements of their ancestors, any kind of joy uh, in the achievements of their civilization, and they find themselves becoming empty, meaningless, depressed, and they find me. So that is fantastic. Now, As far as the mainstream media goes, you know, your basic newspapers, magazines, television shows, websites, and so on, there's really not much I can say because you guys, I mean, and really, you got the (laughs) pyrite standard of imitation gold during the Donald Trump campaign. You guys are doing so fantastically. I really don't feel that there's much I can say. I mean, keep doing what you're doing. Keep covering massive Democrat incompetence by blaming the FBI. Uh, the Russians, uh, imaginary white racists, fake news, you know, whatever you can come up with. Just keep excusing everything that the Democrats did. Make sure that they never look in the mirror and figure out what they did wrong, because that way they'll keep doing what they're doing wrong. Keep colluding with the Democrats, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if they and if this collusion ends up being revealed through email leaks or whatever. Just keep colluding. Keep colluding with the Democrats. Keep colluding with each other. And, and I'm Pretty sure I don't need to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Just, you know, I like to cover all the bases in my reaching across the aisle kindness. Please, 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 mainstream media, never, ever, 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 ever hire another conservative as long as you live. Only, only listen to each other. Just live in an echo chamber. Only know people like yourself and only scorn everyone even remotely different from you. Keep getting childishly enraged when anything happens to interrupt your narrative. Pour, pour contempt on anyone who disagrees with your outright cultural Marxism. Just treat everyone like you're a waiter from Paris, peeing on others from a great height, as the saying goes. So be insular, be exclusive, make sure you never have anyone around who challenges your bigotry, and then remember, keep penning those praises of diversity. When there's a terrorist attack, of course, you need to cross your fingers and hope that it was a white male. You need to keep referring to terrorist attacks as incidents. And uh, also what's really, really important is that you keep pushing, whenever there's a terrorist attack, keep pushing the narrative called sadness. We pray for, we cry for, you know, make sure that that uh, buildings are lit up in the colors of the um, the country, right? Because, you know, that's how... how, how real conflict is dealt with is is through appropriate lighting. Um, Make sure that people change their avatars to some flag, uh, post pictures of teddy bears, make sure that lots of stuffed animals and, and what is it, Angela Merkel recently put white flowers where the 
A dozen people were murdered by the truck wielding lunatic apparently now still on the loose so make sure that it's all sentimental and make sure that it's sadness we pray for our hearts go out to all of this kind of stuff so push the sadness narrative which women lap up because uh not not a lot of martial ladies around make sure that you've pushed the sadness narrative rather than the anger narrative which is the reality for a lot of men also also make sure you focus on the tools that are used to kill rather than the beliefs of the killers, you know, truck attack uh, and so on. That's knife attack, you know, like they're just Macbeth style. The knife hovers up and goes out and hacks people up. Uh, And and of course, everybody notices that whenever a white guy kills someone, particularly if it might be racially motivated, you focus on the crazy beliefs, usually unsubstantiated. You focus on anyone they may have ever had contact with, any YouTube channel they may have subscribed to, anything that can tie it to white people as a whole. You'll expand the narrative from one crazy white person to all white people. But if it's any other race or any other ethnicity or any other belief system, clamp it down. It just becomes a mysterious truck accident, truck incident, knife incident. Just make sure that is... Is the case and try to avoid posting pictures of the perpetrators as long as humanly possible. All you need to do is buy time. You know, when the attacks occur, people get understandably somewhat uh, upset. That's sort of the, the point of terrorism. So it doesn't matter if it comes a couple of days later or a week later. It's okay. You've got something else that's going to push it off the main page. But that first thing really important. Try to make people feel sad and prayerful and sentimental and candlelight vigils and some asshole playing John Lennon's Imagine on a tinny little piano. Like That's going to stop all problems in the world. Make sure you focus on all that kind of stuff. Now, there is, of course, a lot more to be said about all of this, but these are my first impressions uh, about what needs to be done when your enemies are doing all the things that you would like them to do in order for them to fail and for yourself to succeed. So once again, media, academia, Hollywood, all of you, thank you so much. Everything you're doing is swelling my audience to 15 million views and downloads a month and beyond. Thank you so much. Stephbot is out of the building.